Many years ago, and I'm not saying how long ago, but at uh, 75, I can without hesitation say I was much younger. I used to have this reoccurring dream. I think I've mentioned this dream before, <clears throat> but this is what I would dream. I would dream that I was flying. And I don't mean in a plane, but more like Superman, except I didn't have a cape and I wasn't bolting across the sky. I was like gliding. slowly passing over the world below. The sky was always clear in my dream, and I could feel the slightest breeze against my face. The sun was shining, warming me as I kind of drifted through the air. It was, a, it was an awesome dream. And it wasn't a dream about having superpowers. The feeling I had in that dream was one of peace and freedom. All my cares, all my worries, they were down there. And I was flying above them, free, at peace. And then I woke up. Now, <clears throat> wouldn't it be wonderful to be able to fly above the circumstances of your life on wings of peace and freedom. Well, this morning, we're going to talk about doing just that. We're going to talk about getting your wings. Pray with me, please. Our Heavenly Father, in this world in which we live, we deal with so many things, Father, difficult things, things that try us, things that bring us down, things that discourage us. But Father, we know we have a promise from you. And I pray that as we consider your word this morning, that we will not only be reminded of your promise, but that we will accept it and embrace it. Be with us now, Father. We ask it in your Son's name. Amen. <clears throat> so I began this morning, I'd like to share one of my Word to Grow By articles. I think I've shared with this, this with you before, but I want to again because it sets the, sets the stage for what I want to share this morning. It's called Presence. The gravel road was an old friend. Its dusty lanes hardened in the summer sun by tractors and pickups and my bicycle. Not unlike many summer evenings, I walked down toward the creek, searching the gravel in the road for petrified coral. We called them Indian beads. I wanted to add them to my rock collection. This, however, was not like my usual walks down to the creek. I was not alone. I don't recall there being much conversation. Dad didn't talk much. It was hard for him. 
He didn't easily show affection because he had never known it as a child. All I really remember was having a lump in my throat. Walking down the road, my dad beside me, I felt I would burst with emotion. I knew my dad loved me and his presence with me as I walked that dusty country road was all I really needed. The road before me is not the old friend I knew as a child. Perhaps I shouldn't, but I find it hard to search for simple treasures at my feet. The hot wind is in my face as the road takes on a life of its own and draws me down an uncertain path. There are sudden turns and breakneck hills. My path collides with other travelers in situations I never dreamed as a child. I'm not always sure where I am or where I'm going. Sometimes I find myself in places I never meant to be, do not want to be. How did I get here? What am I going to do? I don't know. And I'm afraid. In those moments, I often cry out to God to save me, to forgive me, and most of all, to be with me. On my journey, I've learned a simple truth. God doesn't always protect me from my foolish ways. If I get too close to the edge of the road, loose rocks may well send me tumbling into a place I ought not to be. When it happens, I should not be surprised at the jagged cuts on my knee or the steep bank I must somehow climb to get back on the road. In my pain, in my guilt, in my fear, I cry out for miracles. In my anger, I demand to know why God allows it all to happen. Most often, he is silent. Yet, in the stillness, I have a lump in my throat. Have you been there? If not, you will be at some point in your life. And maybe you're there right now. There's turmoil stirring in your life. Peace seems like something that's far away. You don't understand why you're having to go through this. Maybe it's emotional, maybe it's physical, but in any case, you're struggling. You don't want to be where you are, burdened, full of anxiety and fear. And you're fighting anger, you're fighting resentment, you hurt in your heart of hearts. 
And perhaps you have cried out in your mind or even verbally, Oh God, where are you? But then you try your best to put up a good front. And all the while, inside, you're shackled by anger, fear, anxiety, hopelessness, and a part of you wants to give up. What you need is to get your wings. Listen to these words from Isaiah. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary. And to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youth grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait or hope for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not be weary. There are three simple yet very powerful truths in this message from God. This morning I hope that we not only acknowledge them, but embrace them. The first is this. God is present. Every step on the road of your life If you are His, He is there. We get tired, but God doesn't. Have you ever noticed when you get physically tired, you have this tendency to drop your head? To just sort of hang your head and look down. It's true of our physical physical weariness, but it's also true of our spiritual weariness. In our emotional nature, we do get weary. We struggle. We struggle with what we're dealing with. We think about it over and over. We turn it and we twist it. We try to figure out how to change it what to do to get rid of it because it's causing such turmoil in our lives and we get tired, so tired that in in a spiritual sense, we drop our heads looking down, shaking our heads back and forth and we feel hopelessness settling in over our mind and body. And in that hopeless moment, sometimes we doubt the presence of God. But my friends, 
We may get weary, but God doesn't. He doesn't throw up his hands and walk away, leaving us in our misery. What seems hopeless to you is not hopeless to God. He is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not grow weary and understand this. Get this. His understanding is inscrutable. He knows every facet of your life. He knows every aspect of whatever it is that you're struggling with. He knows it, and he's there. He hasn't left you. He's present at every moment, in the midst of every circumstance. Regardless of how difficult or painful or traumatic it is, he is there. He is present. So why don't you see him? It's because you're looking down. In your weariness, you're looking down instead of looking up. And when you look down, what you're really doing is you're seeing inside yourself. And there's nothing inside yourself that can help you rise above the pain and the turmoil and the anxiety. You get weary, you look down, you're looking in yourself, and there's nothing in yourself to help you. But he can. Now, he may not make it all go away. But he can help you rise above it. So that instead of your mind being tangled and chained and burdened, you can rise above it with a peace and a freedom that you will never find in your own strength and wisdom. But you have to look up. You have to take your eyes off yourself. You have to take your eyes off of whatever it is that has you in turmoil. And you have to look up into the face of God. Who is standing right beside you. And here's the second truth. When you do, when you turn your eyes upon the one who created you and is standing beside you at every step of your path, he has promised he will give you strength and he'll give you power. Sometimes in life, we face things that knock us down. And we think in those moments that we, we just can't take it. And sometimes we just want to let go, give up. It's in that moment, if we will look up into God's face, he has promised he will give us strength to stand firm and not give up. And not only that, he will give us power to move forward 
in our life. Now, we can, we can, by our own fortitude and determination, stand up and even move forward. We can do that. But here's the problem with that. When we do it in our own strength, whatever it is that has brought the pain and turmoil to us is not left behind. We still carry it. It still weighs on us. It still has its grip on us. And because it does, it's going to affect us in negative ways. It's going to affect our attitude. It's going to affect our relationship with others. It's going to dog us and eat away at us. Because in our own strength, we cannot truly conquer it. It will therefore always control our lives. We will never be the person we could be. But if we will look up and fix our eyes on the one who created us and stands beside us at every step of our journey, he will give us his strength to stand and his power to move on. And his strength doesn't falter and his power cannot be overcome. Now, do the difficulties and hardships of life disappear? No. But they no longer have power over us. Yes, we will still face them. But we will see through them. We will see beyond them. And we will see the victory we have through the strength and the power of God. And then there's a third truth. Not only does God give us strength and power, if our hope and trust in is, him, is in Him, He gives us wings. Now, it remains true in this world In our human flesh, we will encounter trials. We will encounter difficulties. There will be things that tear at our emotions and even cause us physical distress. Jesus said very bluntly, in this world you have tribulation. But he also said, I've overcome the world. So as we look to our Creator and put our trust in His strength and His power, not only are we able to deal with what life gives us, but we're able to do so with a whole unearthly perspective. Because while we move in our flesh through whatever confronts us, our spirit that which is truly us will soar above it. 
we will soar above it. And we'll have peace. The peace of His presence. The peace of knowing the victory is ours because we are His. In our spirit, which is truly us, we will soar above it all, not with a sense of burden, but with a sense of freedom. Freedom that was purchased on the cross. Freedom from the slavery of sin. Freedom from what would tear us down. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like angels, like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not be weary. If you struggle with what life puts in your path, my friend, it's time to get your wings. You know, honestly, I do not know what might have been going on in my life that would have prompted me to have that dream as a young man. But I can tell you this. As the ensuing years passed, I began to realize that no matter the chaos or the trials or the problems I encountered in my life, I have had the ability to fly above it. No matter what has come to me in my life, I have been able to have a calmness and a peace. And I've never felt bound or imprisoned by the circumstances of life. Instead, I have felt free. And it's my conviction that in that dream, for reasons I do not to this day understand, God chose to show a young man that it was possible to have wings and rise above the circumstances of this sinful, fallen world. Having come to the Lord at the tender age of nine, God granted me wings. And I am forever grateful. My prayer for you this morning is that you too We'll get your wings. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the promise, the promise of your presence, the promise of your strength, the promise of your power. We thank you, Father, that in you 
we can rise above whatever we face in life. Even while we must deal with it, we actually look down upon it, knowing that we have the victory and having peace and having freedom. Help us, Father. Help us to soar on eagle's wings. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. At this time we're going to <clears throat> meet the Lord at His table. You know, God could have uh, made a huge statue someplace in the world and said, if you, want, if you want to see me, if you want to know me, if you want to remember, come here. But instead, God gave us a simple way. Not only are we aware of His presence in every day of our lives, He gave us a special time and a special place. He took the emblems of the Passover, He gave them new meaning. And He said, as often as you partake of these things, remember me. Remember what I've done for you. Remember my love for you. Remember and follow. So as we partake of these emblems this morning, I pray that as you hold them in your hand, before you partake, look up. See the face of Jesus. Give him thanks. And commit once again to be who he's called you to be. This time, Garth, Lonnie. Lonnie, would you offer prayers? Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you, Heavenly Father, I praise you and thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross, Heavenly Father, for our sins. Father, I just thank you for reaching each and every 